What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Brand new episode, episode 80. Itching, itching closer and closer to uh, 100, man. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. About to, about to settle in for a nice weekend of uh, NCAA March Madness tomorrow. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Got my brackets ready. Even though it's March Madness, the NFL made sure we didn't forget who's uh, who's number one in ratings right now. I mean, let's get, let's get right to it, man. Your boy Tom Brady's back, man. Yeah, I... I don't know how you feel, but I feel like the writing was on the wall there. Yeah, I feel like his. Uh, I feel like he got home and was like, "What the fuck do I do with myself?" <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he was kind of wishy-washy about it to begin with, and then you know, 40, 40 days in, he he he'd had enough. He'd had enough. He was uh, he was he was already ready to come back. Yeah, I wonder if he had enough or his family had enough, and they were like, "All right, you got to go do something. Yeah, yeah, you got to go do something <laughs> with yourself, man." <laughs> could be. It could be. I feel like he's uh, at home watching film and doing mad other stuff, just football related, not realizing uh, football is over. It's quite, it's quite possible that he he got to that spot, but yeah, he, you know, it, it's tough. I, I think that you know, he always said he would retire when he sucked or you know when he you know kind of aged out. But I mean, he's probably a, you know a top two quarterback last year, top three quarterback. So I I found it hard to believe that he was going to walk away from that, especially when he was that probably that close to another championship. You know, if they come back and and beat LA. I think they take care of business uh, with San Francisco, mm-hmm. and then probably Cincinnati too. You know, I I don't think he was he's that far out from having a, another Super Bowl championship under his belt. So he probably looked at that too and was like, Hey, look, you know, I can I can uh, I can still do this. Oh yeah, uh, but the question is, is uh, do the other players feel like that? Because I feel like uh, he's losing some of these players to free agency. So I don't think everybody wants to come back. So. Yeah, he is, but you know, I think they're also they're they're picking guys up too. I mean, they re-signed Jensen, which was big for them. Uh, they uh, traded for they lost, you know, one of their guards, but they traded for Shaq Mason. They got him back. Uh, they mm-hmm. got him from the New England, and they signed uh, one of their corner re-signed one of their cornerbacks. So they're working on it. I mean, they'll get there. I think they'll be fine. Uh, you know, I think the center's a big one. He'll have his weapons on the outside. Looks like Gronk is probably coming back. So. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think that, that they'll probably be in a good spot. It's going to be interesting to see. I think it all depends, too, if uh, Deshaun Watson gets in that division. Because uh, it looks like uh, one of those teams in that division is going to get him. They're pushing hard for him. So we'll have to wait to see what yeah. happens. Yep. And then uh, on other news, I mean, we talked about a little bit of the Deshaun Watson race. You know, the Falcons, the Panthers were probably leading the way and trying to get him. Uh, looks like Cleveland hopped in the mix. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him on Atlanta. I don't know about any of the, any of the other teams. Uh, he has a no trade clause, so uh, it's kind of on him where he wants to go. So yeah, you know, I think that they had the uh, what they had the three. They they made the teams present an offer before they even talked to them. Mm-hmm. It looks like what the the Browns, Falcons, and um, what was the third team? Oh, the Saints. I think that you know, I think you're right. I think now it's now it's on him. Yeah, pretty much. And then we're still gonna have to wait to see if uh, he misses any games due to any uh, sanctions from the NFL, but looking forward to see how the story plays out. Yeah, yeah, me too. Other NFL free agency, I mean, the Bills got busy. 
They got uh some key additions. They got OJ Howard on a one year deal. Then they got Von Miller, man. Stole him, stole him straight up <laughs> under the, from the Rams, man. Six years for one twenty. I ain't mad at him, man. But damn, he don't got six years left. Man, that's a that's a big time big time contract. Uh, you know the details are slowly coming out, but it sounds like it's about fifty million guaranteed. So probably looking at you know at minimum three and fifty for a guy who's thirty three years old. I mean. I know he's a pass rusher and, you know, he probably, you know, he's not playing every down, but man, that's a lot of coin for, for Von Miller. Like I said, I, I'm not mad at him, you know, making money, but oh, yeah. questionable, questionable on the bills. Uh, 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 but you know what? Hey, if they want to spend the money, they think they're that close. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like that's what they feel like. That's one of the things that's missing from them is the pass rush. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't blame him. I mean, he's uh got two, if you got two Super Bowls and somebody's trying to th- throw 120 away, I take it. Oh yeah. Forget that other Super Bowl. You need that 120. <laughs> um, but I mean, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how uh how it fits out because I mean they're they're one of the teams that could could possibly win it. They pretty much got all the pieces in place. I do think they need another receiver or something uh to open up that offense more. But um, the wait and see, man. So it's, it's always, it always comes down to the matchups in the playoffs for NFL. And uh, sure the, the one team they can't get past is the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of been the, the theme. Maybe they think that, you know, by getting Miller, they can get another guy on the edge to get after uh, Mahomes. But yeah, at this point, the Bills got to be building to, to beat KC. Yeah, that's what it seems like because they're offensive line. Then the Jets, I mean, you guys go out and get uh, CJ Uzama. That's the last name? Yeah. Uzama, yep, they signed Uzama. They signed Tyler Conklin from uh, Minnesota. So um, I think the lo- low key, the Jets are are still trying to build a pretty good um, team through free agency. And they're not necessarily going for the, you know, they, they signed Tomlinson, the uh, guard from San Francisco. But other than that, they haven't really signed any, you know, super high end contracts. Or I think they're just kind of trying to get, you know, you know, above average players at, at, at a lot of different positions. Uh, you know, they signed DJ Reed. Um, got a joiner. A couple other guys. Yep, they got re-signed joiner, and they re-signed my boy Braxton Berrios. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think they're they're making good moves, the smart moves. Um, not going too crazy. Yep, and you guys just got to finish building through the draft, uh, and hopefully everything comes together. Yep. And then uh, still in your division, I mean, the Dolphins, they went out to get Teddy Bridgewater. I guess that's an insurance policy for uh, Tua. Mm-hmm. Um, they go get them a running back and Chase Edmonds, and then they get a guard, uh, Connor Williams from the Cowboys. So um, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, what they do with the new head coach. He's an offensive-minded head coach, so it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, how well Tua uh, plays next year, because uh, it seems like a make-or-break year for him as well. Yeah. And then they're still in the AFC, and we got the Ravens. They get uh, Zaria Smith back, and then uh, they sign uh, Williams from. Uh, the Saints built, trying to build out that defense. Mm-hmm. They love defense, man. They still need a receiver, man. They, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know we we know you guys are a great defensive team, but God damn it, when you gonna get some offense? <laughs> yeah, they 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 love signing those defensive players. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, man. Maybe they maybe they try to go get Juju Smith uh, Schuster, or I don't know, man. They they're just like they don't. Like they don't see no, nothing that's not defense. All they think about is off. Um, I mean, nothing that's not um. Uh, yeah, nothing that's not defense. They just love defense. If they see an <laughs> offensive player, they it's like they blind. Like Stevie Wonder, they don't see it. It's crazy. And then uh, the Bengals, they uh, uh, Bates gets tagged, and then they sign uh, Kappa from the Bucks, getting some uh, offensive line help. I think they still need to uh, hit that offensive line hard. 
And I think they need to go out and get like a, a, a linebacker or something. Somebody in that middle of the defense to keep everything stable. So mm-hmm. I wonder if no, they'll go sure. after, uh, what's his name, from uh, the Seahawks that they got. Bobby Wagner? Wagner, yeah. Yeah, I, there's probably a couple good fits for, for Wagner. But, yeah, I'm with you. They need to shore up the middle there and, and finish off that line. I mean, we got the Browns. They got Amari Cooper. But then it looks like they're trying to trade uh, your boy Baker. So, I don't know what's going on over there. It's a, it's kind of messy over there. I mean, Baker comes out with this kind of weird message last night. You know, maybe he was, you know, just like once they started talking to John, he figured, it, you know, he, he's done there and to cut ties, right? Like, that's the only thing I could think of. Is that he was just like, yep, I'm done there. And, and and now it sounds like that, that that's probably the case, that even if they don't get Deshaun, they're probably going to try to move on from, from Baker. You know, I was thinking it wouldn't be a bad thing for me, for both guys, is a, a Jimmy G for Baker Mayfield trade, something like that. You know, both guys need to change the scenery. Uh, maybe opens the door for Trey Lance, or, you know, maybe a, a, a Tom Brady trade is coming. Who knows? But, maybe, or maybe the Colts. Maybe the Colts yeah. try to get into the mix. They're in need of a quarterback. I mean, it's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, somebody jumps in and tries to throw a first for Baker or something. So, but man, they I don't know what. They, I feel like they need to rebuild the whole team now if they do that, if they trade the, the quarterback. So, I know. I know. I feel like after that point, you might as well just shop everybody. Yep. Makes that Amari Cooper uh, trade kind of seem strange. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's, maybe they use him as part of the deal to send him to Houston for yeah. uh, Deshaun. But then, if then Deshaun, you get there, you got no receivers. It's just like, what, what did I, like, what did I agree to? But I don't think he wants to go there. So I think they're going to be shut out of luck because they're going to have to trade uh, Baker too. So right, right. And then uh, the Steelers, they go ahead and get a uh, Trubisky. I like the look. Uh, big quarterback, uh, big arm. He just has to put it together. Um, they have the right coaching system, so hopefully, uh, you know, we see a, a revived uh, Trubisky there, kind of. Uh, so we see some of those better days he had uh, from Chicago. Yeah, I think you know, I think he needs to, to be serviceable, right? I mean, I, I think they showed last year that even with Big Ben, they can make the playoffs, and Big Ben was a shell of a quarterback at the end there. So if, if Mitch has you know anything, it's 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 worth a shot. And then you probably go and, and draft a guy or you know something like that or. You know, figure out what your future is going to be, but um, I think he's a he's a decent hold holdover. I think he'll be okay with with the proper coaching. Oh yeah, I think I think I think he goes there. And he does fine. Um, yeah. I can't see him really doing bad in that system. Yeah, um, I, mean, I don't. I don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl, but no, he, but he can get you the playoff. Yeah, and then I mean, they have a defense too. So I mean, you never know. Uh, you, you get hot. I mean, your boy uh, Why put up twenty two and a half sacks. So. I know he's definitely going to be uh, determined to beat the record since, you know, instead of tying it. So, I mean, I mean, they, and they draft well, too. So, I mean, they always put themselves in great positions. Um, all they're missing is the quarterback. So, if he can just plug and play and not mess it up, they, they should, they'll be, he'll be good. Yep. And then, um, as far as, like, the Texans and the Colts, they really didn't sign anybody. I mean, I mean, they signed a bunch of guys. I don't know who they are. Um, I'm going to be Colts, honest. Colts, Colts traded for Yannick and Gakwe today. Who, know, who knows what he has left, but you know, I think he was decent for the, the Raiders last year. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. Raiders. yeah. The, the Colts had a, you know, had a pretty good base there. I'm not sure that they needed to add a ton with the probably, you know, the, the, the main position there, quarterback, uh, their defense is, is solid. Um, they got good talent on, on both sides of the ball. Maybe, you know, a wide receiver, maybe like a veteran wide receiver. I don't know what T.Y. Hilton has left, but you got Jonathan Taylor, you got a stout offensive line. 
and you know you got Darius Leonard and company on the defense. So the more surprising non non move to me have come from the Patriots. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're gonna go in the draft and pick up some players. But I mean, they always get like they got like always have like twenty thirty picks in a freaking draft, and then um <laughs> they form these guys out who are good. And you like you like where this guy came from? How long has he been? What? So. There's, yeah, just for instance, I mean, like C.J. Jackson, I don't, yeah. I don't think he was rated high as in the coming out of draft as a corner. All of a sudden, he, yeah, he was drafted. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they draft, they draft very well. They, they, and then with free agents, what happens with free agents? They wait for it to like, they normally wait for it to like die out, like all the hype, and then all of a sudden they're yeah. picking up these uh, other players for cheap. Except last year, they went, uh, they went all in. You know, John Smith, Hunter Henry, mm-hmm. uh, Bourne, Aguilar. I, I just, I felt like. You know, you could do that with, you know, with the trying to get these undrafted free agents and, and signing guys like that when you had Tom Brady. And now that you don't have Brady there, I just don't think you can operate like that. Yeah. Because no, like, the guys you develop, you're letting walk now. And, and you and, you know, you finally got a quarterback at a, a low, you know, low money contract. And this is the time you really can spend on, you know, next two, three years. You can really spend um, on free agents and, and, and re-signing your own players and things like that. So just a little kind of curious what, what their plan is over there yeah that's what i'm saying i'm sure they got something up their sleeve they never they never do things uh unplanned by the book yeah, yeah. but i'm sure that's I'm, I'm sure they got something plotting up yeah. brewing right now yeah. so i mean i'm just gotta wait and see what happens but it's definitely gonna be uh eye worthy yeah yeah i'm sure and then um outside of that i mean the broncos load up you know they trade for uh, russell wilson they uh get uh, randy gregory on the swap yeah, he committed to the Cowboys and uh, he read his contract and said, "I'm out of here. I'll yeah. take this. I'll take did, the did same you, money." Did you Did you read the details on that or hear the details about that? Yeah, it was basically basically because you know he has the you know he had that yeah. situation in the past about you yeah. know missing games. Yeah, but but this it's apparently it's it's basically basic uh, language that that all teams put in in their contracts. I, I guess I don't know. Maybe the Broncos don't, but the cow you know. But that's the thing. Supposedly, supposedly it is within the, on the same instance. Some of the players the Cowboys resign, such as Dak, don't have that in their contract. So, um, yeah, yeah. but you can't blame them for trying to from, for trying to protect themselves oh, based on somebody's history. So you have to absolutely. And then you can't blame the player for hey, I'm not, I'm not, you know, with this, uh, you know, I want my money. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get it, but like, if if that language is just, like, you have to show up to practice to get paid, like that's you know, you can't get arrested, things like that, like, yeah, like, come on. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe he felt insulted about it, being you know, yes, he's. But, that's know, what I said. It's, 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 yeah, it's two sides to the coin. I mean, you can't blame yeah, either side, sure. but yep. he he did what's best for him. Uh, the team did what, what's best for them as far as uh, you know, get, putting that contract together. But you know, hopefully, it works out for both of them. Yeah. And then uh, they also got uh, uh, DJ Jones, uh, interior lineman. So I mean, everybody, everybody's loading up on these pass rushers, man. Everybody's yeah, ready for the, like, everybody's ready for the G, the Chiefs, man. Go, they go through like I feel like the NFL goes through like stages where like pass rushers are hugely important, and then they're like not, and then they're back to hugely important again. So you know, I think the pass rushers are getting paid paid right now. So get the money while it's hot. Yeah, I mean the, the Raiders they get Chandler Jones. The Chargers get Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. Everybody, everybody's ready for the Chiefs in that division. So they don't because that Chiefs offensive line was looking great. I mean, they re- rebuilt it quickly. Uh, one of the top offensive lines in the league last year. So 
Um, everybody knows that in order to stop him, you're going to have to get to that quarterback. Yep, truth. And then, uh, I mean, a couple of Cowboys, they just resigned a bunch of players. Didn't really do much. Giants, they get uh, two offensive linemen, one from the Bills. was a, a Feliciano or something like that. And then they get the Glowinski uh, um, from uh, the Colts. Uh, I think he was like a backup, played uh, in and out. Then they get Tyron Taylor as a backup. Uh, man, I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm just hoping the draft puts it, puts it together for us, but... We're gonna have to wait and see a few weeks away. So, yep. And then, uh, not really many other teams uh, did much. Um, so as far as uh the NFL, I mean the Vikings, they signed Cousins. I don't, I don't know why they did that, but hey. Yeah, I mean, so so this is like the thing with Cousins, right? Like he, he you know what you're gonna get uh, in terms of you know game to game. He's pretty consistent. He doesn't throw a ton of interceptions. He's gonna get you. You know, 4,000 plus yards, probably 35 TDs, something like that. 13, 14 interceptions, bunch of fumbles. And he's going to put you in a position to have a playoff team. Mm-hmm. I think you need the right coach then to push you over the edge to get you into the playoffs and maybe win a couple games, um, which, you know, maybe they have now. But, you know, I think we'll wait and see. But, you know, again, it like two years and 70 million, I mean, you got Rodgers and company making 70. I mean, Carson Wentz is making close to 30. Like, it's pretty much like, you know, par for the, par for the, I mean, you're probably getting a deal on him, to be honest, which is kind of sad. Uh, Cause I think he's, you know, a career 500 record. So, you know, right around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's just, I don't know. He's like one of those, to me, he's like one of those meh guys. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But somehow he keeps, uh, he, he keeps he getting the deals. Done, man. He, he gets it done. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't hit the player, man. <laughs> no, no, so, you can't. You're right. This is the game, man. So, I mean, we just have to see, wait and see what they do. Uh, they've been pretty much a mediocre team the past few years. Uh, been teetering on the line of getting to the playoffs, just can't, couldn't get over the hump. I don't think it'll happen next year either, because uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers still in the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the other teams are getting better. So. Yep. No, I agree. On to the NBA. Not too much here. I mean, your boy Kyrie had 60 last night. I know you were upset about that. Still have your. I wasn't upset about it, but you still have your Celtics hate for Kyrie. I I, I wasn't upset as Tom was, but I know I I I said, hey, leave him in. I want to see him go for 80. I don't, you know, I don't hate the player. I just, you know, I could do without his off the court nonsense. Like as a basketball player, he's <laughs> obviously very good. I just don't know how good he is of a teammate or how good he is, you know, or how. You know, his influence is off the floor that doesn't mm-hmm. really bother me more than anything. Yeah, but that's what I think he need. I think he needs to be on a team where he's not the the main voice, kind of like how it was in Cleveland, where LeBron was the main the main guy, just like how it is in Brooklyn, where um, Kevin Durant's the main guy, and he mm-hmm. could just he can be he can be as good as the best player, but he doesn't have those uh those leadership duties that he has to worry about. So, right. Right. I mean, your, your boy, LeBron dropped 52. Looks like the only time they could win is when they dropped 50. Man, that team is, is not good. Yeah, man. Uh, there was a fan after the game. Uh, they asked, uh, Rich Paul, if he wanted to trade him for, uh, Russell Westbrook. I thought that was hilarious, but, uh, man, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be the main, really interesting thing is going to be the off season, NBA off season to see what was, what is done with that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not they keep Anthony Davis or they trade him, I don't know. I think they're gonna have to just cut West, uh, Westbrook, unfortunately, because nobody wants that contract. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're gonna whatever they do, they're gonna have to try to build for the future. 
and in, in the event LeBron leaves, yep. and also be able to win at the same time while LeBron is there, which is the tricky part. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Clearly, you know what they've done to try to go for the championship this year, uh, not not working. And, and not at all. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Davis is, you know, made of glass, so you know, counting on him is tough. LeBron is, you know, doing everything he can do. I mean, sorry, LeBron is scoring as much as he can. I wouldn't say that his defense is all that helpful right now. Uh, there's no, a lot of a lot of clips going over the inner interwebs of uh, LeBron's hustle back on defense. So um, yeah, I think I think he's just frust- so just so frustrated yeah, at this point. At the same point, like you're you're a veteran player, like you're setting the example. Like you know, I, I know that you're not happy with the way things are going, but you know, I I just don't like when he does that. Like little you know, pouty nonsense. What was mm-hmm. me? Like LeBron, no one feels bad for you at this point. Yeah. But I, I think I, I just think at some point it just takes a toll on you. That oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah. No, it definitely takes a toll. No, I get that. But I think that, uh, I think you're right. It's going to be, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult thing that they're going to go through. If he's going to be on the team next year as to how do we get better, but also stay in the playoffs uh, and, and, and be a contender, not just in the playoffs. I think if they make the playoffs this year and, and they go into Phoenix, something like that they're gonna get totally smoked mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i it's a it's a tough one tough spot for sure yeah definitely a tough spot to be in but i mean i said the, the whole thing is that they have anthony davis and there's gonna be one team that's gonna be willing to belly up for him so yeah yeah he's he's uh you know if, if if that's how you can you can do it you can you can move him and uh uh you can get a nice return for that and then you know what do you do with russell westbrook you know who knows but i'm sure someone uh, someone will take his contract. Uh, I think well, I don't know what he has left on it. Yeah, but I feel like you have to give up draft picks for somebody to take it. But a team. yeah, that's fine. I mean, I feel like draft picks in the NBA it, it, when you're, you know, eh, maybe the Lakers. I don't know. Or maybe maybe OKC will take them back for some draft picks. So they got like a yeah. hundred. They got like a hundred. <laughs> so a hundred first round picks. So uh, right. I mean, outside of that. I mean, we had the uh, the 76ers and the Nuggets game the other day. It was a pretty good game. Two top uh, MVPs going at it. The Joker and Embiid. I mean, Embiid, uh, the Joker got the uh, best of the last of the laughs. I mean, they won the game. I mean, Embiid still played great. Had over 30 points. But man, what a! I felt like this this was like the like the Shaq versus Yao Ming type of uh, uh, big man matchup. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was it, yeah, it was uh got the hype right. And, and Bede still, you know, I, I think he's he's uber talented. Um, and, and you know he does things like you know get into the line and and uh, plays good defense and he makes people around him better. You know, I was just listening to a JJ Redick uh, interview the other day and he said that one of the you know best like all around players that he's ever played with and one of the smartest players he's ever played with too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's you know I think Doc's really kind of bringing it out of him, but. Yeah, uh, I think that Philly team is is uh, is interesting. I think they're still, you know, I think they they came out hot when they got Harden. They're still just I, to me missing something there. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. I'm not either. Because uh, I mean Tobias Harris, he's not uh, getting it done, man. No. Cost me a lot of prop bets, man. <laughs> you gotta stay away from that guy. Yeah, any any prop bets I see him in, I don't I don't put, I don't bet and I don't even put him in the ones I make. So just stay away from him and the Celtics. Yeah, but I had I had to bet the Celtics on the Celtics one tonight because my boy uh, Curry's playing. So I mean, mm. yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been letting me down. I, I, the only thing I did bet for the Celtics was uh, Tatum to have plus twenty five, but uh, everything else is is a simple bet. I just did uh, 
Um, Durant, I mean, not Durant, um, Curry over three threes, uh, Tatum plus 25, Curry plus 25, and then um, I think that was it. Yeah, those one, one, two, three. There's one more thing. I figure what it was. It might be Clay with 15 or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Because uh, last time I bet on Brown, he got hurt, so. Yeah, you don't, I don't like when you bet on the Celtics players. <laughs> like, I think you bet on, you know, you bet on Smart that one time he got hurt. And yeah, you bet on Brown. He rolled his ankle in like the first two minutes of the game when he was out. Yeah, but games, th- so. but those games I did bet on bet on Tatum too, but he was fine. So I mean, yeah. he he seems not he seems to be not the the, the yeah, jinx uh, for I the Celtics. I, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. You'll probably get a text from me in a few hours if uh, <laughs> things go south. That should be a, that should be a decent game tonight uh, with you know Draymond Draymond's back. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're full st- first time um, Clay Draymond and uh, Steph played the other night first time in like I forget, almost like three years or something yeah which is pretty crazy kind of crazy uh, those guys are making all that money um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah uh, I think uh, if if Draymond gets healthy for the playoffs that's a uh, Warriors are gonna be tough out you know I know um, you know Suns Memphis all those guys but that's a you know. Some proven proven championship squad there, and, and if Wiggins can keep playing well and, and maybe get some depth with Wiseman coming back and, and off the bench, but yeah, what the hell is wrong with him, Mark? Why he why are you still out? Uh, he's just started his his uh, rehab G League. Yeah, but what was wrong? He had a uh, what uh, ankle or something? I thought it was something with his was it his knee torn meniscus since last April. Oh wow. Seems like that. It seems like that the the Warriors are either super healthy or super injured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, he should be back at late this week. So Sunday, they're saying he should be back. It's gonna be interesting to see. Hopefully, he gets enough games in. Come uh, pl- come between now and the playoffs, and then our first yeah. round matchup. That, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's got a, they got a month. They got you know probably ten, twelve games left. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this. Might be the uh, deepest Warrior team um, we've seen in a while. So yeah, for sure. And then uh, outside of that, I mean, nothing really changes as far as the standings. Everybody's pretty much in the same spot. So I mean, we got a, like 10 to 15 games left. Then we'll have the playing matchups. Uh, right now, it's looking like uh, Toronto and Brooklyn for the seven eight for the seventh spot. Then the loser of that is going to play the winner of the. 9-10 game, which is Atlanta or Charlotte. And then uh, as far as the West, the 7-8 was going to be the Minnesota and the Clippers. And then I'm not sure how they're doing it for the 9-10-11 for the West because uh, they're all like one game apart. So It's just 9-10. That's it. Oh, just 9-10? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so it looks like it would be L.A. and uh, New Orleans. And then the uh, winner of that is going to play the, the loser of the Minnesota Clipper game for the uh, A spot. So Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who wants that A spot. Who wants to go into Phoenix? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think if you uh, you lose that, uh, you know, if if, if you're uh, Minnesota or LA and you lose that that first game, you might as well just lose the second game and just just hit the golf course early. Yeah, get on vacation. Yeah, but I feel like teams like Minnesota wouldn't really care who they play or the Clippers. No, uh, you're right. Uh, the Clippers might. You never know. But I, you know, if they if they get into the playoffs without having Kawhi all year, it's probably a you know, a big boost of confidence for these guys at the very least. Oh, yeah. Then uh, MLB, they finally got their stuff together. I mean, lockout's over. Now we're seeing uh, some action. Yankees make a trade for the twin or a player for the Twins. Uh, how do you feel about those in, in, in the division trades? 
you know, I, I think it, it was a, um, you know, the Yankees needed to shake things up a little bit. I think, uh, you know, Sanchez has kind of been mediocre or worse, you know, for the most part of the last three years. Um, they, you know, and, and even then, like defensively, you know, sometimes you can, you can, you can, ha- you can handle with, you know, the low average and whatnot if they're good defensively, mm-hmm. wasn't really great defensively. So, you know, they, they went another direction and, and, you know, they kind of had a, a backup at third base for, for a while there. Uh, you know, I think they, they basically probably had to give up something in Geo or Shella to get um, the shortstop back from, uh, from that. And I think that was kind of the main, main part of that trade is they wanted him back, mm-hmm. uh, the, the infielder there. And they, you know, obviously take on Josh Donaldson's contract for the twins, uh, you know, his $50 million he has left. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if you know. I don't know if that's it for the Yankees. I don't know if they try to move Donaldson at some point. Um, well, they keep they keep him. Uh, they they signed Rizzo, so they have basically they have an extra infielder, and and then they have DJ LeMahieu who can play all four positions. So you know, I, I think Donaldson's in injury history. You know, obviously, you need to have a guy like LeMahieu, which they do have, which is nice. So um, yeah, I I, uh, I don't mind the trade. I think uh, you know Higgy will be uh, be catching. I think they got a they're gonna have a, a split catching squad. And yeah, I think now they, you know, the big, the big uh, elephant in the room is uh, what are they gonna, when are they gonna sign Judge? Gotta lock him up. Um, although, you know, the rumors are flying out there that that he's unvaccinated and he won't be able to play in New York. Uh, you know, Kyrie Irving style. So there's, the, <laughs> there's that they gotta deal with. Uh, I don't know how truthful that is, um, but I guess we'll uh, we'll find out shortly. Yeah, once the season starts, you're not in the game. <laughs> it's gonna be pretty obvious. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, he has a stress fracture or uh, sore uh, something. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope that New York does away with that at this point. I mean, at this point, to me, it's if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. It's it's totally on you. So, uh, yeah, I think um, I, I, I you know overall, I think I, I've liked the moves that the, the Yankees have made. You know, they got Rizzo on a two year deal, which is nice. You know, he didn't have to give up. You know, if if they went after Freeman, it was probably going to be like eight years and. You know, two hundred forty million dollars, something like that. And mm-hmm. same thing if they wanted, you know, Correa, Houston, which looks like he might actually be heading back to Houston. So we, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll we'll see. There's a couple big names are still out there waiting to drop. Yeah, and they're in the uh, hunt for a pitcher. Um, yeah. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it's good. Uh, baseball will be back here in about a month or so. Um, they needed to get it done. Oh yeah, but it might be too late. So. <laughs> and, uh, I think that's it for MLB too. And then uh, I mean we got we got March Madness upon us. Bracketology and full effect kicking off tomorrow. Um, I mean we don't have to go through all the teams, but I mean who who, who you got in your final four, man? Um, so or, so I, you? I, I mean I got a couple different ones, but I think the main ones for me are going to be Arizona. Mm-hmm. They're uh, that's one of mine. In my really final four, kind of the, the the best team in the uh, in the what is that the are they in the West South right yeah so Arizona in the South I think the the West I like Gonzaga in the West uh, in the in the East I like uh, like Kentucky but I think that 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 bracket could go haywire I think that Baylor's beat up a little bit I think they could potentially lose a second or third round game you know you got UCLA. Yeah, I got a Purdue's a wild card, and then Kentucky. Um, I actually got Kentucky coming out of that that Ooh. region. I had a uh, Purdue coming out of that region. 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I could see that happening too. And then I got um, in. I think the Midwest is going to be another wacky one. Uh, I got, you know, it's kind of stuck between Auburn and Wisconsin coming out of there. Um, but I got Auburn against Iowa in the in the regional final there. Yeah, I got I got the same thing, but I got Iowa beating Wisconsin. Okay, okay. Trying to shake things up, so. Um, well, I, think, um, I think then Gonzaga. We ended with the Gonzaga Arizona final, and, and Arizona taking it down. Oh, I got Gonzaga taking it down. I don't think I ever really picked them. I don't think I ever picked them in uh to win it. I, I don't think I might have once. But I don't think I really I ever. Think I did once. Yeah, I don't think I. I mean, I, I pretty much got similar teams. Uh, Gonzaga and Arizona, and then uh, I got it sh- sh- shaken up for the East and the Midwest with uh Purdue. And then uh, Iowa. I mean, Iowa's a uh, one of those sleeper teams. I mean, they got they got a uh, I mean, great deep uh, offensive team. They got a twenty point score on their team. So I mean, uh, I mean, they, and they play in a tough division. So I think they're battle tested. So I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, you know these games kicking off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's always fun. Uh, first two days are. You know, loaded with uh, usually with, with good games, unexpected uh, upsets, and um, yeah, uh, they're always they're always good times. So, who's your uh, who's your big upset in, in the first round? Uh, big upset. Let me see. I don't think I really had any big upsets in the first round. I think the biggest one I had was just those just those seven ten matchups. I have some of the tens getting out. Mm-hmm. Maybe let me see second round. Nah, yeah, I don't really have much big upsets this year, but that's the thing. No matter, no matter if you have the, whoever you have as an upset or not, it could go anyway. But there's mm-hmm. there, there are some teams that are you know back against the wall. Well, I would say back. I was on uh, you know kind of on the fence with that. I felt like could have uh, pulled the upset off. I think it was Vermont against Arkansas, the four thirteen matchup, and then uh, I think uh, and then uh, yeah, the four thirteen South Dakota versus Providence. That was mm-hmm. another one. Yeah, I got, um, South, I got South Dakota there. And then uh, Iowa, Iowa State versus LSU. That was like a coin flip for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were the only, I would say, big ups, the biggest upsets. I could, I didn't really see any of the the five, the five. Uh, like yeah, the, I, didn't, I didn't like the five twelves this year. Yeah, or the or the two fifteens. I don't really see any uh, any of those getting upset. But I said, you never know. That that's the great thing about it. Because uh, some of these games come down to last buzzer beaters, last second shot. Because most of these teams, they don't have much time to really prepare for each other. So it's going to be great to watch. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we'll keep you guys updated how busted our back is getting <laughs> come next week. <laughs> <laughs> Should be done by Friday. <laughs> Just going to throw it against the wall. <laughs> That's why I make a couple, just in case. Just in, you know, try to change the picks up a little bit. Something else to root for. Yeah, but even even when your bracket is busted early, I mean, the, the games are so still so still so, so much fun to watch. Um, yeah. just like you can't keep your eyes off it. So hopefully, uh, I don't have to work much these next few days. <laughs> time again ladies and gentlemen we got another edition of jd's bites and brew what you got for us 
All right. Uh, so this week, all right. So this week we got a uh, one pan, one pot uh, sausage skillet. So this one, uh, this one shouldn't take you too long to make, but uh, uh, you know, try to keep it nice and basic, uh, relatively healthy. So you take a pound of chicken, or we we did chicken sausage, but you can you know whatever whatever floats your boat there uh, for sausage. Uh, okay. Cut out the casing, kind of get in there, get it all fried up, and then once you have that, you throw in uh, two cups of chicken broth, um, two cups of water, mm-hmm. and then a can of uh, diced tomatoes. Um, okay. Salt, salt, pepper, uh, and uh, garlic powder. Throw that in there, mix it all up, and then you throw your your pasta in, um, like two cups of or pasta, toss that in there, let that uh, boil, kind of let it all simmer together, and probably about you know three or four minutes before you're ready to 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 pull the pasta out basically add a, a bag of spinach in you know at a handful at a time and, and and mix that all in there and then you got you know everything kind of soaks in all the, all the liquids and juices and and uh top it off with a little uh, parmesan cheese oh nice you know, did, uh, did, that cheese topping did, did, oh yeah can't go wrong with that cheese topping <laughs> i feel like sometimes you can make a bad dish as as long as you throw some cheese on it, it'll it'll, it'll make it okay. Yeah, yeah, it does sometimes. And then, uh, what would you guys drink that down with? All right, so this is actually from a few weeks ago. I meant to I meant to review this one just because I, I I really like the uh, name of the beer. It's a it's a it's a local beer to you, Rich. Uh, Coney Island Brewing. Okay. Um, it's a uh, their IPA. It's called the Merman. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you've seen that around. Am, am, so, am I going to uh, get fins? <laughs> you, you might. <laughs> Might. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's like a session IPA. I think it's like just over, just under 6%. Um, but yeah, it's like a, it's, it's a, it's an East coast, like New England type IPA, but it still has, uh, that West coast, uh, bitterness, pininess to it. And, uh, you know, I saw, I saw it on the, on the shelf when we were in the city and, uh, you know, just the name, I don't know any, any Zoolander fans, but, uh, you know, one of the lines from uh, from from Derek uh, during the uh, the movie uh, was uh, was Merman. So, but it was it turned out to be pretty good. You know, it's was, it was pretty easy to drink. You know, again, not not overly boozy. Uh, still had uh, you know that kind of you know fruitiness that you get with the New England style, but um, a little bit of uh, you know bitterness on the end with the the West Coast hops. Okay, um, might have to uh, drive yeah, down there and see what's going on. Yeah, I think you'd like it. Yeah, I'd probably throw it toward like a like a seven point nine. I enjoyed it. Okay, that's that's a great beer. That's a that's like an eight. Yeah, I think I think you'd like it, Rich. I think you'd scope it out. Yeah, I'm definitely uh try to get down there and check that out. And then uh that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh not much for the BRRs. I'm caught up in uh conference play for uh championship week for uh NCAA. I've been watching uh Bel Air. It's pretty good. Uh, pretty much uh. I want to say it's kind of like a remake of uh, Fresh Prince, but it has a totally different spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, this, it really focuses more on the characters and their individual stories. Not definitely not as funny. More drama, more on the drama side. So far, I think they're on like episode seven or so. But so far, it's great, man. I mean, it's totally separate from the Freshman's Bel Air. It's its own show by itself. The only thing is it relates to the, 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 some of the basics. You know, he went to Philly, you know, based off uh, 
um, you know, some stuff that went, I mean, he went to um, California to live with his uh, Bel Air, to live with his, uh, you know, um, aunt and uh, uncle because of uh, some stuff that happened in Philadelphia. But, I mean, it's a totally different spin on it. You're getting totally different characters. So, I mean, you, you see some of the the uh, original storylines, you know, from where they originated from, but it takes it to a whole new level on the drama side. So, I mean, it's great. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of a whole show by itself. I mean, you can watch this show. You have not seen the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and watch this show and still enjoy it, because um, it's not like it's not it's not like it really relates as far as like you know, like you're not gonna know what's gonna what's happening in this show based off the previous show. And so it's just totally different show. Uh, nice dramas on Peacock, and then uh, outside of that, I just continue watching the current shows like From. Um, I don't think they put out a new episode. They should be on five, but I think they're still on four. Trying to think what else. I started the uh the Ray the what is it? The Hannah is that Hannah or uh oh man, what is that? Anna, the the man. girl. Um Yeah, man. This show is uh I mean, the ridiculous thing about it is the fact that how she got into the circle like the wealthy circle mm-hmm. and then she she pretty much is uh, I want to say almost. I'm still not fair. Like one or two episodes left. Almost got a, a bank loan for forty million dollars with no like proof of any financial information. What I mean, the, the crazy thing is, it just shows you how the rich stay rich. But that that to me is just crazy. I don't I don't I don't think it's like I don't think she should have went to jail for it because she's not the one that like you know filled out the documents. It was pretty much based off of the um the loan agent who mm-hmm. who got who got promoted. Um, after the fact, but I mean, I think that's just crazy. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't know how she she got that far for them to give her, you know, two hundred thousand dollars or whatever, you know, they they gave to her. But yeah, it's uh, it's kind of just a crazy story. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't realize uh, Shonda Rhimes did that too as well. Yep. So I'm looking forward to see what else uh, she puts on Netflix, and then there's some, there's some other stuff I'm catching up on. I know some people mentioned the. Uh, um, Last Kingdom. They said the last season, the last season that just came out was good. Uh, but we got uh, pretty much gonna be watching Top Boy this weekend. It's like the British Wire. I talked about it before. <laughs> yeah, um, look, looking forward to uh, watching that. But that's the thing. Netflix only has like the uh, like one or two seasons. I, I I think that they only have the rights to those. But there were like two seasons prior to the one that's on Netflix that you could watch. So the the Previous two and before Netflix, I think Netflix got it. It's pretty much the rise of the the two main guys um, and the one that's on Netflix. And then you kind of see in the one on Netflix when it starts, they're kind of like already the big dogs. And then some stuff is going on. So, gotcha. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. All right. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out with your boy Rich, JD, and Tom here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.